How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me slash growth. That's hbs.me slash growth. Welcome to Postcast tonight. The Jazz fall 102-91 and go down three games to none to the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference semifinals. David Locke along with Ron Boone here on Lockdown Jazz, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Ron, I, I, I find myself really deflated tonight. I, I find, and it's an interesting emotion. I'm trying to kind of grasp how I feel. Maybe I feel how most of our fans do it. I didn't for one second think we were going to win this series. Obviously, you're not when you're down 3-0 to the Warriors. I didn't really, for one second, I think think that I thought the Jazz would could win a game without George Hill playing in this series. Um, and yet, right now, I just feel just so deflated because I feel like I think I feel like our guys just gave everything. I mean, Gordon's been incredible. Rudy was amazing. Um, you know, Rodney and Joe didn't do their thing. They not like they didn't want it. Like I felt our guys gave everything and. They're just so dang good. I mean, Clay Thompson goes one of nine. It just doesn't matter. Steph Curry goes six of twenty and actually hit two shots late that didn't matter to make his line better. And Durant's so dang good. Their defense is so stifling. I, 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 I've had nights where we've done this show and I've had to bite my tongue out of disappointment and frustration because I think they played like the S word. I've had nights where I felt like they didn't give it and you're kind of pissed at them. I've had nights where. I don't have any of that. I just feel totally busted because they're too freaking good. You, you feel de- deflated because you think they could have given you more? Or you no, feel deflated I don't. because, it, yeah, I, I know that's what some yeah. fans are thinking right now. Because you talk about Rodney Hood's missing his shots and, 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 and uh, Joe Johnson not having a, a great night shooting. There was something more the Jazz could have given you if they would have knocked down some shots. But other than that, you feel so deflated because you know that the effort that they put put together tonight and the previous two ball games against this team might be close to the best that they can give, and they and they uh, and they come up short. I mean, I think hey, certainly, and we'll put it aside after I make this comment. Rodney Hood's postseason needs to be evaluated in the off season to figure out: is it knee related? Is it something like? Who he is as a player. It needs, okay, irrelevant now. Like, yeah, we needed him to play well. He didn't if George Hill's not there and he hasn't. But they battled. They played. And and these guys just, I mean, Durant was just stupid good tonight. And they just have answers both offensively and defensively. They make just incredible plays. But like I said during the broadcast, they have four guys out there in the starting lineup. They're, neither one of none of them are going to have a bad night at the same time. You know, someone's going to step forward, whether it's Durant and Curry, whether it's, it's Green or, or Thompson, uh, Iguodala coming off the bench. I mean, someone's going to have a good night. So it's, it's impossible to shut this team down. The game plan, as it has been against this team, was to, to limit the transition points because they want to play fast uh, and keep them from getting on those runs. Fast break points tonight, only seven for the Golden State Warriors, the Jazz at five. I try to keep track of points, uh, that what success each team is having in the last 12, seven, or seven seconds. And they're just as good in the half court as they are 
in transition. So damn if you do, damn if you don't. I mean, what do you do against a team like this? The game swung at the end on the uh, the Warriors went on a turned out to be a 17 to five run. Their closing lineup was plus nine. The Jazz went absent offensively in the fourth quarter. I don't know if you have a final fourth quarter box, and maybe they added a little bit late to it, but 5 of 17 shooting. Uh, just Joe Johnson 0 for 3. Boris Diaw missed a 1 for 3, missed a big shot. Uh, it was a huge sequence of the game. I'd have to pull out a fourth quarter play-by-play, and I have it here so we can figure it out. But Gordon Hayward had it rolling a little bit, and the Warriors pretty much just decided that Gordon was not going to be the next one to score. And so when Gordon drove in a three-point game at 82-79, Gordon kicked it out to a wide-open Boris Diaw. Diaw misses a 19-footer. Curry went down, actually hit two free throws uh, to make it a five-point game. Gobert got fouled, made two free throws. Jazz got it back with a three-point game again with a chance to tie. Hayward finds a wide-open Joe Johnson with 4.20 left. He misses. Durant pulls from from, uh, 19 on the other way and hits. And the Warriors just, they didn't miss a lot of shots late either. Hayward then scored the next possession. Curry came back, made it a five-point game again. Then Hayward finally misses. Durant comes back, hits a three. It's an eight-point game, and the night is over. Durant and Curry combined to score the last 23 points of the night for the Warriors. Those are the last two MVPs this league has seen. There'll be a new one this year, but they are the last two they've been awarded that, and they, they're just too good. Well, this team is just too good, those players in particular. Uh, when Durant joined this team, it made them something special. Now, they were good. They were special. But this made them extra special because there's just it's nothing you can do with them. I know we talk about the offense a lot. Uh, Coach Snyder talks about the ability to switch all over the floor. And, and uh, Draymond Green does a great job of jumping screens and jumping. And as soon as the ball is, 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 is thrown away from him, he jumps the ball side so you can't swing the basketball. I mean, they do so many of those little things like that. That throws the timing off, I think, for some for, for some players to the point where now you're, the clock is not your friend and we don't have that one-on-one player. Uh, I'm going to go with big picture for a second. I think the most exciting thing for Jazz fans is that the cornerstones of this franchise are Gordon Hayward and Rudy Gobert, and they have proven that they are up for these moments, that they are not wowed by them, that they can push back and that they can fight and they have both been exceptional in these playoffs. They have really been exceptional. I mean, uh, Rudy, what I liked about him tonight, he showed some fight. I mean, he showed, uh, and I know he's made some comments about we have to play angry. Uh, and when you play angry, you get a little more physical. And he did not pick up fouls playing angry. And, and usually when guys, when you say, well, we have to get more physical. If you're not naturally a, a physical player, you're going to pick up stupid fouls. I have not seen that in Rudy, but he is playing and pushing back. Pre-game Periscope tonight, I said to you, I think Gordon Hayward's a completely different player than he was two weeks ago. Do you agree with me? I totally agree. I, I totally agree, and, it, and I'm glad you brought that up because it makes you think, makes you look back at his overall game. It takes you back to the beginning of the season, to the end of the season, and the things that he's, he's showing what he can do here in the playoffs. He has, I think, and I'm just – thinking here in the back of his mind that in order for us to win I have to do X Y Z I have to do something special I have to do better at this I have to be uh, and, and do better 
at that. I mean, I might have, might have to take more shots. Maybe I need to get to the free throw line more. Uh, just, you know, things like that. And I think that's probably what you're seeing right now is, is his ability to be that aggressive. Quinn Snyder talked about uh, before the ball game, we have to do, how do we put it, the good things, the, we have to be better at the good things that we do out there on the floor. Did they do that? Who knows? You know, it's just tough. The Jazz fall 102-91. The, the, here's the most incredible note of the night. By the end of the night, the Warriors had their offensive rating back up to 110. I mean, they're, ju- they're just they sh- they just they're just remarkable. Let me ask you this: Is there a better team in the NBA? How long has it been since you've seen a team like this that closes out quarters like they do? That was the Bulls' old signature, right? That was what Michael and Scotty and 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 Robin did. We used to we opened games. The Jazz great teams opened first and third quarters. Right. They closed quarters. Yeah, and that's tremendous. I mean, that will win a lot of basketball games for you. Jazz fall 102-91. This has been Locked On Jazz's postcast. We'll be back with you Monday night for the Jazz and the Warriors Game 4 here in Salt Lake City. Have a good night and be safe.